We're looking forward to Cinefest Oz. That's coming up next week. And uh, I'm looking forward to one guy coming along, Steve Kilby from The Church. Very good morning, Steve. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I haven't spoken yeah. to you for a couple of years. Last time I did that, uh, you were on your uh, tour and you actually ended up in Bunbury. I've, I've seen a photo of you outside the Prince of Wales Hotel during that 2015 tour. You been okay the last couple of years? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still <laughs> I'm still rocking, I'm still rolling. Mate, you're really lucky that you are here, don't you think, after uh, the 90s? What do you reckon? Yeah, I um, I did a lot of really stupid things. Um, I did a lot of stupid things. I'm, I'm lucky I'm here all the travel I've done. You yeah, know? that's true. I've, I've, been, I've, been driving, I've been driving in buses and cars and trains and aeroplanes for the last 40 years. I've taken lots of drugs. I've done lots of stupid things. I've all been electrocuted a couple of times on stage, you know, lots of things. Yeah. Things, Tell us a little about know. something quite peculiar, which is about your yep. life yep. and yep. Uh, your yep. life yep. in the spotlight, which is basically this biopic that we're uh, going to catch at Cinefest Stars starting next week. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I met these filmmakers and they're from Western Australia and they, they were making a film about Stephen Cummings. Um, and in the Stephen Cummings film, Stephen Cummings had written a couple of books and he had slagged a whole bunch of people off and they were getting the people Stephen Cummings had slagged off yeah. to read their bit of the book and comment on the slagging off. Yeah. And so they came around my place and I read what Cummings had written about me and I commented on that and they said to me, oh, I wish we were making a film about you instead of about him because you're a lot more eloquent than he is he's he's like he can't string three words together you know so um so um i said well make make the next one about me and i'll spill all the beans and so like two or three years ago sure enough they came to me and said right we're ready to do it and i said let's roll let's do it excellent i'm looking forward to seeing it tell me about your relationship with your most favorite song which is under the milky way i mean i see you say you've written in the film i've written 750 songs and people keep dragging me back to that one yeah. thing now I, yeah. I understand how that must be frustrating sometimes but you wouldn't regret it would you because i mean it's, I it's been very successful for you under course, the milky way of course not of course i don't regret it um of course I don't regret it, and I, I, I'm glad that it's an okay song. And whatever I do now, I realise I have to play it. No who I'm playing with, whether it's with the church, whether it's on my own, if I'm at a funeral, if I'm at a wedding, if I'm at a party, if I'm at a, the biggest rock festival in the world, or no matter what it is, yeah. I realise I have to play that song. It's like I'm in, I, I, people expect to hear it, people want to hear it. And I just sort of leave it at that. And I don't really I don't really have much of a relationship with it. I've told every possible story there is to hear about telling it. But in reality, it's just a song, you know? But yep. I mean, people who don't write songs think songs are really magical, incredible, fantastic things that sort of you know, it's just a song I wrote one night in about five minutes and I'm very happy. It's 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 yeah, it made me a million dollars. I, I know I don't have the million dollars anymore, but the song made me a million dollars. Like I can't really complain about it, um, and I don't really hate it, and I don't really hate answering questions about it. But I think it's sort of about. I think when this film has done its gig, I think all conversations about Milky Way, there's nothing more to be said. You know what I mean? Like yep. 
it, it's a three-minute song, and yet I must have spoken about it for about five years if you put it <laughs> That's end right. to end. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. But looking forward to this new biopic, mate, about this. Something okay. quite peculiar at uh, City yep. Fest Oz, and it starts yep. next week around Bunbury and Bustleton. It's always a pleasure to chat with you, mate. Take it okay, easy. Okay, mate. Okay, bye. Well, it's certainly uh, at the forefront of a lot of people's minds, especially around the hill in Canberra. Yes, the same-sex marriage debate. A couple of good friends of mine are in a same-sex relationship, and I've uh, known Paul and Steve for a very, very long time. Paul, morning, mate. How are you going? Thanks for your time. Morning, Black. It's great to talk to you. Mate, how does it feel? And I know that, uh, you know, you and Steve had a uh, ceremony there years ago, so in, in your minds you're married, but you're not married in the eyes of the law. How ridiculous is this whole thing? Can you believe that we are now going to get people to send in in the mail <laughs> whether they agree with uh, same-sex marriage being passed by Parliament or not? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Mate, ridiculous is a, is a crazy word for it, but it doesn't really explain the frustrations of all of this. I, I just don't get the government, really. They've got the opportunity to legislate, change the Marriage Act, and make it equal for everyone, yet they're not doing it. They're, you know, if you listen to the people on the street, that's what they're saying. We're quite open to it. It's really interesting, Black, is my, my two nieces, who are 14 and 16, right, uh, outrage. One of my 16-year-old niece, she wants to, you know, um, go to Parliament and tell them what she actually thinks. Now, we don't push this with her at all. This is her own view on uh, the Marriage Act. Yeah. And she just says, I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. She's angry for us. She just says, well, you guys are in a normal relationship. Why can't you get married? You love each other. Why can't it be seen in the eyes of the law as well? I know. This sort of uh, creates all sorts of a minefield when it comes to superannuation and all that sort of stuff too, doesn't it? Well, see, this is the thing. Like, to us, we're married anyway. We, we had a commitment service um, 12 years ago. Yep. And um, it, that was our commitment to each other. It's, the problem is it's not recognised by law. So if something was to happen to one of us, then the law doesn't support us in a marriage. Um, we, I'm very lucky that I get on really well with his family and the same with my family. So there isn't, shouldn't be a problem at all. But when money comes involved, everything changes. And I've seen couples go through this. And it's the most hideous, uh, depressing thing. You lose your partner... It's the most um, hideous thing you can go through in your life, and yet money comes into it. And because of the way the law is set up at the moment, we're not protected. Yet if we're able to be married, it would be like anyone else. You are protected by the law and recognised. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, basically everybody deserves the same right in that respect. There is absolutely no doubt about that. And the point is, most people don't care about this. Yeah, this is tying up the government's time way too much. And it, it's not, to me, it's a no-brainer. I think to most people it is just put the legislation through. But, you know, you look at countries, Black, isn't it? <laughs> Ireland, I mean, the most Catholic country, and yet they legislated without going to a plebiscite, without going to the people. They just went, yep, let's uh, make it equal and fair for everybody. They've changed the Marriage Act apparently 140 times already. Why can't they make this little change? Exactly. They've obviously changed it for certain reasons, but why can't they just go ahead and do it before? They haven't had to go to a plebiscite before. That's right. It's just pathetic. All right, mate. Thanks very much, Paul. Have a good day. All right. Thanks, Blackers. See you soon. Yes, and it's a very good morning, Mr. Internet. How are you? Uh, Blackers, how are you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. What's going on? <laughs> 
Well, today's that, mate. I tell you, you know, you know, my middle name's Junket, right? Yep. I go on, I go on Junkets all the time, and I've yep. gone, as you know, I was on one the other uh, week in Melbourne for a golf trip. Yes. And I'm not kidding. I'm at the Metropolitan Golf Club in the middle of suburban Melbourne, and I saw a fox. Really? Right? Yep. A fox. And I'm thinking, what what's going on here, right? So I had a bit of a look into it, and apparently there's actually an app you can download called Feral Scan. Yeah. Good. That's a, actually a good name, Black. It's one of the few that's actually got a good. Suitable name. Is it spelled but, correctly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You hear it, feral scan. Right. Okay. So what it what it does is it allows punters to go in and map out where they've seen a, a, a feral pest. Right. And um, then alert the uh, uh, authorities to go and do something oh, about yeah. it. And it covers all of them. It covers rabbits, dogs, foxes, cats. Does it cover pigs. Malcolm Turnbull? <laughs> Barnaby Joyce might be out of food actually, as a, you know. That's but no, cheap. it's a really, really great little community app that people right. can contribute. Okay. And I know there'd be a lot of people in the southwest who would love to know about this one. So yeah, yeah. No, I see uh, foxes quite often down here. Do you? yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so um, I saw one in the spare go. room watching TV the other night. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Not those kind of foxes, back in. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put the link up at your uh, homepage at triplem.com.au uh, forward slash southwest. All right, excellent stuff. Okay, buddy, mm. we'll catch you again next week. Have a great day. Good on you, mate. Same to you.